Nothing but the best. The official drive with Lloyd Paul. Today's breaking news um, comes after government was criticised for being too slow to procure the vaccines. To tell us more about this uh, now, we are joined on the line by Dr. Steve Muller, a consultant in clinical microbiology and infectious diseases in private practice in Johannesburg. Good afternoon, Dr. Steve, and uh, how are you doing? I'm well, thank you very much. Thanks How are for, you? Great stuff. Thanks for joining us. Good. We appreciate your time this afternoon, Doctor. Of course. Firstly, um, your reaction to this news by the Health Minister on the procurement of the uh, vaccines from India? I think it's excellent news and it offers South Africa a real opportunity to add something to the standard methods for controlling this infection. Now, Doc, we do know that health workers in the public and private sector will be vaccinated first. How will this improve the current situation as South Africa fights the second wave? The improvement will come because the so-called frontline workers are the key people in maintaining the health of individuals who have COVID already. So in order to look after those people who are ill, and to take them through the process of getting better and restoring them to their families, to economic productivity, we absolutely need to have healthy numbers um, and uh, of healthcare workers, of frontline workers, and a situation which allows them uh, to work safely, which is what the vaccine will do. Obviously, as you said, this is step one because clearly there is a large population of people who need to be vaccinated. Um, So it is understandable and practical to start protecting the community in these two phases. Firstly, those who are immediately dealing with the problem in order to keep them safe and able to help others. And secondly, uh, enabling the community at large to be protected against subsequent infection. Now, Doc, I do know a lot of our ordinary South Africans who are not in the front line will be like, listen, what are my chances of getting the vaccine? What are those chances for ordinary South Africans, Doc? I think the chances of getting the vaccine depend on a number of important issues. Obviously, there is availability of the vaccine, and from what we've heard, from uh, the minister, that availability is likely to happen sooner um, than we previously thought. The second issue is going to be the logistics of getting that vaccine from storage facilities to more remote areas um, where people can be vaccinated. And thirdly, one has to look at the human resources that are required because we will need people in large numbers to be able to administer these vaccines uh, to those who need them. So this is by no means an easy task. And as you've seen in very developed and well-structured countries such as Britain, such as the United States, um, there have been problems that have been encountered in smoothly implementing this entire process. I'm sure that we can learn from that and make sure that by the time the vaccines arrive, um, most of those types of problems will have been ironed out 
or at least there will be processes put in place to ensure that things run smoothly. Now, Dr. Miller, uh, we've been talking to our listeners across the country this afternoon as well regarding this uh, vaccine. Concerns have been raised as well about the effectiveness and safety of the vaccine. How would you respond yes. to, to this? Well, as far as the safety goes, I don't think there were any questions. Um, there's nothing that should worry one. There have been no serious adverse events that have been reported, and by that I mean um, there certainly have been no deaths or illnesses which have resulted in hospitalisation as a result of administering the vaccine. And when it comes to side effects, I think one needs to gain a perspective. Um, if you had a look at the millions of doses that have been administered so far, there have been a handful of people who've had minor to moderate um, Uh, discomfort as a result of receiving the vaccine in the same period, there have been hundreds of thousands of deaths. And I think when looked at it in in that sense, um, one understands that, you know, a few sore arms is probably a fair price to pay for not being counted amongst the people who don't survive. As far as the effectiveness of the vaccines go, very well-conducted trials throughout the world have confirmed that all of the vaccines which have been registered for human use are incredibly effective. And what we see is good protection from a vaccine schedule, which in most cases is two doses of the vaccine um, that range from 80% upwards, and that uh, is very, very encouraging. It certainly should be enough to protect the individual, and provided enough people in the community get vaccinated, we should be able to build up resistance in the community, which will go a long way to stopping the spread from person to person. Dr. Miller, there's been a lot of talk about herd immunity. Maybe you can yes. explain this to our listeners. What exactly does herd immunity mean? Yeah. Okay, so when it comes to the individual who is vaccinated, the purpose of the vaccine, if you like, is to train that person's defense mechanisms or that person's immune system to protect that individual from infection. If we then say we are going to vaccinate an entire population, let's say we're dealing with a small group of people, 100 people, we know that vaccinating just one person will protect that individual but probably not do much more. But if we start to get to vaccination levels of 80 of those 100 people or greater than 80 of those 100 people, then you've not only got protection for the individuals who've been vaccinated, but there is now a very much, uh, a very small group of people who remain susceptible. So we'll have less infection and that will be boosted by the fact that the vaccinated people will less easily be able to spread the infection. And that status within a community where you have high levels of individual protection 
which then results in markedly reduced transmission of the infection, is what we call herd immunity. It's not a new concept. It applies to most of the vaccines that we give on a routine basis, vaccines, for example, against childhood infections, against meningitis and and so on. So we've learned from that experience over decades and we understand why this is so important. Finally, Doc, as we wait for the vaccine, how important is it for South Africans to take the necessary precautions to prevent infection? It's essential. Uh, Vaccines will not replace those important precautions because the protection we're going to get from vaccines will develop slowly. As you mentioned earlier, different groups of people will be vaccinated over a fairly prolonged uh, period of time. So we're probably looking at getting to the 80% vaccination status of the population, hopefully, in about 12 to 18 months' time. Until that happens, there will still be a strong possibility of spread from person to person within the community. And therefore, for good protection, while we're waiting for the vaccine to take effect, people must adhere to the three simple rules, which everybody is familiar with now. And that's washing hands or sanitizing them, wearing a mask that works, and secondly, maintaining a safe distance from people in order not to transmit infection. Dr. Steve Muller, consultant in clinical microbiology and infectious diseases in private practice in Johannesburg. Thank you very much for joining us on the official drive on Lotus FM and uh, informing and unpacking about uh, what's going down with this, uh, this new vaccine that we will be receiving end of the month. Thank you very much, Doc. Appreciate your time. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much indeed. God bless. Lotus FM. Yeah. Yeah. Share the experience. Yeah.